Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer. Tune in fortnightly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. And here is your host, Jules White. Hi, everyone. It's Jules White. Welcome to The Human Conversation. It's episode six this week. And no guests today, just me, just me having a human conversation with you guys. But it was quite an interesting week that I've had. So I thought, well, actually, I could tell you um, a story really around my day yesterday, which was very interesting. Um, One thing after another happened, which meant that I almost touched those limits of overwhelm where I nearly, nearly hit that brick wall and lost it and (laughs) felt terrible. But I managed to stop myself, which was great. There's all quite a lot of self-discipline goes on with those sort of days. I'm sure you'll probably resonate with that. But I was thinking about the fact that everything I talk about in sales, you know, I, I revolve an awful lot of my methodology around storytelling Uh, Also about, you know, the human conversation, obviously, hence the name of my podcast. And it's quite interesting because my day yesterday, when I look at it and I analyze sort of how that day went, it was really full of uh, storytelling. It was full of human interaction and it was full of human conversation. What was most interesting about it was that when I was looking back at it and analyzing it, I had, I think, around four conversations with call centers for various reasons, which I'll tell you about in a minute. And every single experience was different, really dramatically different, to the point where one conversation made me incredibly frustrated. Another conversation just made me feel really grounded really cared for um, and kind of brought things that I was talking to this uh, person about to a real conclusion where I just felt great, you know, got closure as we might like to call it. And I got, got me thinking about how this human conversation piece is just so, so important and how every single individual has a different way of approaching that conversation which is really amazing. And three of those calls were actually with the same company. And that I think is the revelation in itself because what I guess I'm talking about is the fact that I had no consistency from one particular company. And I think that's the one thing that we should always strive for is that you have some sort of consistency in your brand Obviously, I think it's probably easier when you've got a smaller company, if you're perhaps an entrepreneur, I think you can control that consistency much better. But some of these really big companies with the big brands, I think they really need to take seriously that consistency piece because you can go from such huge emotions dealing with that same company with three different people who actually all work at that same company. So let me just fill you in on why I'm talking about this. So the first thing that happened yesterday morning was we had, I had an alert on my bank account to say that 
potentially there'd been a fraudulent transaction. So the first thing I think is actually this is really great that my bank are able to track this so quickly. I get a text, I get notification, I'm called to action. Really, really good because it means that everything kind of gets put onto hold. Um, they're checking stuff. You know, I, I need to make um, I need to make a decision and take some action and give them a call. Great. So I I call now. The fact that I'm then waiting on the phone for probably 10 minutes to get answered is frustrating, to be honest. And also before I'm even then waiting to speak to a human, I've probably spent five minutes talking to an automated uh, machine, I'm going to call it. And I have had to pick various options and say things now, because obviously a lot of this stuff now is voice driven. So I would then say things and then it wouldn't understand what I'd said. And then I'd have to say it again. And it was, it's like the last thing you want when you're calling about somebody potentially who is um, taking money out of your bank fraudulently is to spend 10 minutes with an automated machine answering questions. So I think that was the first thing that started to get me really thinking, this process isn't really that great. I answered the questions. I, I am really terrible because I try and skip because I don't want to be talking to a machine. So there's, there's a frustration in itself. I'm clicking the button. I'm sure some of you can resonate with this because I actually want to speak to a human being. That's what I really, really want to do. So I get finally to speak to my human being after 20 minutes being on the phone. So I guess that's the start of it all. That amount of time that you have to wait to finally actually speak to a human being, it was just terrible, really, that it was so long, such a long time. Meanwhile, although they've obviously alerted me about my account, my account is actually not stopped at this point. So, you know, all of this time that we're doing this and messing around, somebody still could be actually taking money out of my bank account for all we know. I finally get this uh, young lady who is very helpful, but she can't help me. So she has to then put me through to somebody else. So again, you know, all of these things are almost like bricks that keep piling up then on top of each other. And it's that sort of frustration and pressure. You can just feel, feel it slowly building, you know, with this whole experience that I'm having. Then the next person that I finally got put through to was the fraud department. Okay, now, so here's a guy and I'm thinking, well, actually, he's going to be really good because he's going to know how I'm feeling. He's going to understand that I'm worried. He's going to understand I want some action. He's going to understand that potentially I might want him to say to me, you don't need to worry about anything. Uh, we're going to help you sort this out. And uh, we're going to get it done right away for you really quickly. Because I kind of think if I was in that position, that's what I would be saying, just to reassure the customer. And who knows, eh? You know, I make these assumptions that everybody would have known that that was what they should say when they speak to somebody. First off, let's put you at ease. Let's make you feel better. But actually what I got was a very robotic and scripted guy who was just one of those people who repeat, repeated things back to me. So every time I asked him a question, because I was worried, I wanted to clarify something, he would repeat the same phrase back to me. 
And it was basically along the lines of, well, I'm sorry, I don't know that information, but what we'll have to do is this. Um, so then my next question would be, so, uh, you know, um, how do I know whether this trans transaction is actually fraudulent? Is this something that they do? Would it be about this amount? What normally happens? I don't know about that. What we need to do is this. And this continued, you know, three or four times, this kind of robotic response. And in the end, I have to tell you that I chose to say to him that I felt he was showing me absolutely no empathy. He was not putting me at ease in any way whatsoever. And I hadn't felt he was being helpful at all. And I did honestly say it very calmly like that to him. And the answer back again, yet again, was this robotic type of response. Needless to say that we managed to get all of my accounts stopped. That's fine. Obviously, new cards have to be ordered, et cetera, et cetera. And there's pretty much a week now where I will be without access to my bank account. For the right reasons, I get that. But my whole experience with this guy just built up and built up and built up my frustration with it all. And I think this is the point, really. He only needed to have empathized with me at that very beginning of that call. And I think the call would have just felt totally different to me. I would have totally understand, understood where we were going. I would have understood what we had to do. And I would have felt much more at ease as a customer. I was left... I left that call feeling like he really didn't care. He wasn't able to do anything to help me. And that was very, very frustrating for me. And I ended up telling him so, at which point he said, once I have uh, put your account on stop, that's when I would have come back and reassured you. And I said to him, that would have been too late for me. I needed you to reassure me right at the beginning. So obviously, you know, this is all about my personal experience, my personal expectations. Someone else may not have even thought about it. Someone else may not even have needed to hear and feel those things from this person at the call center. But I guess the point of it all is we are all unique. We are all in need of different things. And what my frustration is, is very much around the call center environment that we now have to support us when we need them. It's often automated. It's often very hard to get through to somebody. And when you finally do get through to somebody, it's very hard then to accept that they don't care about what you've called in for and the fact you've been on the phone for 20 minutes. So I think there's an awful lot we still need to do to create this acceptable and high level customer service experience with call centers and I guess that's what I wanted to just touch on today so it's not so much like I want to rant and moan but I do want to say that I do feel we can do more and I don't even think it's that difficult for us to change how we do it I, I feel like it really isn't a huge change for us to be able to have that human conversation rather than just do the robotic scripted thing. So it's quite interesting, really, you know, how we can all look at this and what we can think about it. So then my next call, after I'd obviously come off that call from this guy, my next call was a very, very different call because I had to call then because I had a problem with my business account, which was 
also with the same bank. So again, I had four calls yesterday, three with exactly the same company and one with another separate company. And the second call was very well handled, beautiful customer service, still a bit frustrating that they couldn't really help me. I had to actually help myself on this occasion, but at least I got clear direction of how to do that. So that was, that was great because you can't have everything on a plate. I wish you could, but you can't. And so that was good. That wasn't a bad experience. I still had to wait quite a long time. I still had that automated machine stuff to go through, which just frustrates the hell out of me. Maybe it's my generation, but I just don't think it's, um, it does anything to connect with your customers. My third call was with a separate company. And again, totally different experience, but again, waiting on the phone for 20 minutes plus to actually speak to somebody, which seems to be the norm now with these calls that I've been making, certainly the four yesterday. But when I did finally get through to somebody who I was really frustrated with because I've got yet another problem, which was, I guess, along the lines of a banking type problem, but it wasn't a bank. She was absolutely and utterly fantastic. She really was great because immediately everything stopped in order for her to empathize with me, in order for her to make me feel better. She was absolutely lovely. She had a very gentle tone, very calm, very slow talking and just completely empathetic. And I can't even tell you um, how she changed how I was feeling having had two terrible calls with other com another company, she just made me feel really good because I felt like actually somebody did care about me today. And I was, imagine I was having this horrible day, one thing after another. And then my final call was back with the same bank who I had had two calls with prior that day. Um, and again, this was a call whereby I needed to sort out something on my bank account which was a problem that had been caused by this fraudulent transaction. So it was yet another thing had gone wrong. And I had to absolutely push and push and push to get put through to a manager because the person I was speaking to, having gone through the automated channel again, would not help me, could not help me, again was scripted, was not um, going anywhere off the script she had in front of her. Um, and eventually I said to her, please put me through to your manager. And she said, I will put you through to another agent, but they'll tell you the same as I've told you. Which, of course, I think at that point just felt like red rag to a ball. But I said to her, I want you to put me through to somebody, but I don't want them to tell me what you've just said. I want them to help me. And eventually she put me through to this manager and he was wonderful. Uh, he truly was wonderful. Yet again, he knew exactly what to, what to say. He knew how to empathize and he knew that there was probably a way we could find a solution, even if it, if it wasn't the one right now that was going to be ideal. There was another way we could do this. And, and sure, sure enough, there was. So he was brilliant. So, yeah, a lot of storytelling there in this, um, this podcast today. But I want to make a point. Because I want to make a point that three out of four of those calls yesterday was to the same company. And yet I had three completely different experiences. And how many people out there who are calling call centers can't really be bothered to push like I did yesterday to even get some of the results that they want to get? And how many people 
uh, don't really feel like they want to complain or they don't really feel like they want to actually say, I didn't have a good experience. And what happens to those people when they are not able to say they had a bad experience? Well, usually they'll start telling other people about their bad experience. And of course, then there's a ripple effect, which means that that company is then not getting a great report over and over again, word of mouth about the experience that they give as customer service. So the ripple effect is, is a big one. It's great if it's a good ripple effect because, you know, if you've done a great job and then someone tells someone else about that, that's awesome. And that's how we can get repeat business and obviously referrals. But when you start to look at the ripple effect of bad customer service, and let's face it, I believe particularly in this country, we certainly like talking about bad experiences we've had, then actually that can be quite damaging. Sometimes I wonder if it really does hurt these big companies very much because they've got so many customers but you know what if they did it better then maybe they'd have even more customers who knows but I think the point is that I wonder if we are losing the art of having a human conversation I wonder if some people really actually know how to have a human conversation anymore and is it just that they are in a job let's say in a call center and they're literally just going through the motions. And so they use this script and so they're actually not even connected in any way with the job they're doing because they're not putting any of them into it. There's no human element from them or their personality coming into it. And yet others seem to be able to just naturally do that wonderful customer service, give that empathy um, and just make it feel all okay again. Is it nature and nurture? Who knows? That's probably another conversation for us to have. But for me personally, I feel it's a very, very natural thing for me to have a very natural human conversation with people to say how I'm feeling, to empathize with people and to find out how they're feeling. I find it very, very easy to do. And so I always wonder what is it that goes on for the people who just can't seem to manage those conversations in the way that they could so easily manage them to make everybody feel a lot better? So, yeah, that's the human conversation today. I guess the human conversation today is all about human conversation. Have we lost the art of it? Or is it just this call center environment that means that we just don't expect to have a human conversation anymore. Who knows? All I do know is that just from yesterday's happenings and my four phone calls that I had to make, it was really interesting to see the difference, the inconsistencies that went on. And I can only put that down to the fact that individual people make that difference. Individual people make those human conversations. They choose to do that. And some of them are so much better at it than others. I'd love to know your thoughts, obviously, because that's what this is all about. So if you have any thoughts about this subject, and I'm sure there will be some, then pop them in the comments. I'd really, really like to know. But for now, that's today's human conversation about whether we have lost the art of human conversation. I sure hope we haven't. I know I haven't. And I'm hoping that perhaps 
the things I'm teaching my 13-year-old son means that he would easily be able to have an empathetic conversation with you if you were to speak to him about anything. So next week, I will have another guest with me. And um, I'm just going to work out who that might be because uh, there's a lot of people now that I've got lined up to come onto the show, which is super exciting. I cannot wait. And there's lots going on this summer, lots of events. I'm speaking at various events. So there may well be some bits and bobs coming out of that where we can really talk about great human conversation topics. I can't wait. I'm loving doing this. And don't forget, if you have seen anything around my live it, love it, sell it road trip, I am doing my live workshops and I am coming to a town near you soon. So first up, we've got Coventry on the 23rd of June. Then we've got Milton Keynes on the 26th of June. And then in July, I'm at Guildford and I'm at Sheffield. So I can't wait to meet you. I hope you can come along and have half a day with me, Jules White, the real dragon slayer, and talk a little bit about how you can fall in love with sales. But for now, that's it. End of the human conversation for this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. Do like it. Do subscribe. Do share. And next week, I will speak to you again. Lots of love and ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White. If you enjoyed the show, please let her know on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Coaching. 